Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Caroline Ferry, and welcome to the very first episode of the new ASOS podcast, My Big Idea. Our guest today is Irene Agbentine. Born and raised in London, Irene first worked as a fashion stylist before seeing a gap in the market and starting her very own company, Taller Than Your Average, a brand for taller women. Here's Irene's story. Irene Agbentine, how are you? I'm good. Oh, you pronounced my name right. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the one skill. Okay, so we want to talk about how you created your incredible company. Mm-hmm. We want to know how you got there. And I want all your advice for everybody that wants to be an entrepreneur like you. Oh my God, fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun. Okay, so tell me about Taller Than Your Average. That's your company. Mm-hmm. So my company is called Taller Than Your Average, like you just said. Um, but that's such a mouthful, so I shorten it down to TTYA. Um, And I started TTYA back in 2013. Um, And I started it because basically I'm 5 foot 11 and I found it really difficult to find just basic jersey that fit. Um, By jersey, do you mean like dresses, leggings? Just leggings, maxi dresses, a long sleeve T-shirt, for example. Um, Found it almost impossible to to find any that fit my long limbs. Um, So I basically just went out and and, and designed and made my own. Um, And yeah, like I said, I'm 5 foot 11. Um, and I always found that things were were always stopped too short of my wrists, so I had like or to have like wrist and ankle swingers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I yeah, I started with a, um, I launched a, like a seven piece just jersey staples. So it, did you have a design background or how, where did you begin? No, so basically what it was was I built TTYA on what what my impression of a, a foundation to any woman's wardrobe would be. So my background, I came from, funny enough, I actually used to work at ASOS. Um, so I was a stylist before I, start, before I launched my brand. Um, so for me, I built my brand on what a woman's basic essential wardrobe would be. Right. So a black legging, a, white, a staple white T-shirt, you know, a, a, a vest maxi dress. So all the things that kind of compose together to give you your ideal wardrobe and things that could just slide straight in yeah. to your existing wardrobe. To, to create looks mm-hmm. so that's kind of what I base TTYA on and it's kind of just run from there so all pieces are continuity so they're available all year round right. um, and we just do like different shapes and colours and fits but the general ethos of it is like continuity product available all year round so what seems really scary to me <laughs> as someone that hasn't created a company yeah. um, is is how you got the balls to do it. Like when, at what point did you switch from having a full-time job, uh-huh. getting rent every month paid for, you mm-hmm. know, like feeling like Insane. you're on it and then mm-hmm. suddenly being brave enough to leave mm-hmm. and do your own thing and not know when your next paycheck's coming from? Like where did, how did you do that? Um, so basically um, I went travelling. I'd saved up some money um, it's so funny because everything kind of really strangely happened for a reason. I was in a, a really bad car accident, which I got quite a bit of money from that. Um, and I just thought, I re- I've always wanted to go travelling. Yeah. So I used, rather than buying a new car, I left my job and I used the money to go to Asia. And um, it was whilst I was travelling that 
I had the idea to start my own brand only because because I literally left London with a backpack um, and my passport and everyone else seemed to just always have on a vest, a long sleeve t-shirt and denim shorts yeah. and I could never find <laughs> a long sleeve t-shirt or a maxi dress that was long enough for me and right. I just always remember to think like I needed stuff that I could always pack quite were quite light and yeah. on the go so I was like okay staples like everyone needs staples so maybe I'll just start with staples and then um, it took me about I'm saying it like I'm skimming over a lot because it took me about two years to like from, from when I first had my first idea of okay I'm going to do this yeah. to actually launching it took me about two years to where were you when out. the idea came to you were you like lying on a beach reading no, I was in New York actually really I was in New York in my friend's apartment and I'd finished like it was towards the end of my trip and yeah. I'd seen all this amazing stuff and been to all these amazing places <laughs> and she was like so what are you going to do now <laughs> and I was like I remember it like it was yesterday we were like having endamami and drinking Hennessy and she was like what are you gonna do now <laughs> and I was like um great question I, I really want to start my own brand and she was like do it I was like wow I, I am I am gonna do it <laughs> you see <laughs> and it kind of just went from there um and then I had to actually start researching so that's why I said from the initial idea of her saying do it yeah. to me actually launching took me about two years wow um, just sourcing stockists um, learning how to even just start an, a company for sure you know? yeah there was so many there's so much I didn't know um, who the, advised you where did you the British get library this? is amazing right. um, the British library has a business centre in the library um, so they have advisors there um, there's loads that you can learn there's loads of journals that you can take away wow divided by category so no matter what field you wanted to go in they've got resources for everything so I would say start at the British Library it's amazing Um, so I kind of spent loads of hours in there (laughs) just researching and finding out like what I actually wanted to do because when you think about starting a label you always think oh my god I'm gonna like I'm gonna make all these gazillions of things and then you start to get costings back and know how much things are going to cost and you're like okay maybe that can wait till later just a tiny short yeah this can, <laughs> this can wait till later maybe we'll start with this so um it was i would say a, a bit of advice i would say to so start small i started yeah. small i only launched with seven pieces from an idea which i probably when i wrote my business plan maybe had like 50 things i wanted to make and i launched with seven yeah so and you kind of started in a recession yeah like that yeah. was that was crazy <laughs> but it was i guess why i was lucky is that it was out of necessity and I thought if I need this there must be loads of girls who are like me who also need this yeah you can't so, be naked just yeah, because, I can't recession. Just because sure. there's a recession yeah. and you're tall so I was just like okay so if there's, if there's someone like me who can't find this then obviously you do your you, you structure a business plan yeah. and even in the business center they can show you like how to structure a business plan and one of the, the sections in your business plan is market research so you have to go out and see who what else everybody else is doing and you know what is your unique selling point and how are you going to position your brand but a business plan is like makes you think about it seriously it's not just an idea now it's okay I'm going to take this idea and I'm, I'm going to try and make this make me some money and it probably simplifies things so you're able to explain to exactly. other people what it is too it took me back to uni because it was it's basically like doing a dissertation so you yeah. know when you have to you break it down into sections <laughs> and you try and handle one section at a time <laughs> it took me two years to complete my sections but yeah it took, you'd break it down and it just simplifies it so just like a basic introduction like how you would compose an essay you know yeah so i think that's the easiest way to put it but it just really simplifies and makes every, makes you question everything like production logistics like yeah. you know okay i'm gonna make all this amazing stuff but how am i gonna get it into the country and how much is that gonna cost and so then you have 
have to call around and get costing. So a lot of it is very time consuming. I yeah. wouldn't say that you could just probably wake up and start a business tomorrow. Well, some people probably could, but um, yeah, your business plan just helps you structure it all and make it sim- simplifies it all so you can understand it quite easy. Some people suggest that if you want to start your own company, that you should still try keep your full-time job or a part-time job so that you have a bit of a backup Mm -hmm. you have something going into your bank account every month Mm -hmm. do you think that's a good idea or do you think otherwise you'll never really go for it unless you just I think everyone's situation is slightly different um for me I was lucky enough that I worked in a creative industry so I could always freelance if I needed extra cash yeah um and I think that was something that for me was able to I was able to support myself and my financial situation was slightly different so um I'd I'd been styling for quite a while and I was a bit sensible with my money so I'd invested it in a property and so my property could pay for itself so I didn't have to think about oh my god my rent and this and that so my my personal situation was probably slightly different yeah um, you felt quite set up yeah I was I was quite I had set myself up from 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 quite a young age so yeah. um I would say that not necessarily because you could still have a full-time job it's just about how much time and dedication you can physically give to something you know if you're passionate about it then you will dedicate time and and do what needs to be done you know but mm-hmm. I would say obviously at the beginning one of the hardest thing is, things are if you have a full time job thinking about income but the, the planning side of it is something that you could still do while you were in a full time job yeah, you can if you're still, passionate enough yeah you can still sure. research you can still find like construct a business plan the business centre is open on the weekends <laughs> so you can go to the library on the weekends you know it just depends how much time you want to dedicate to it and I guess it is all feasible did you ever really want to quit? Did you ever have a day where you're like, I absolutely oh God, cannot day. do this? Every day. Every day. Every day you want to quit. Every day you think, oh my God, am I making the right decision? You yeah. think, even till now, my business has been running for a year and a half and I still be like, I want to scream sometimes. And, and it's doing so still well. Still have a cry. Yeah, I cry all the time. I cry loads. <laughs> I'm always crying. <laughs> but no, like, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, if I can get my words out, um, I feel like it's, it, is, it isn't easy if I was to sit here and tell you that I just woke up and had this amazing business one day um, that would be a lie I would still say I'm still learning every single day um, and I'm still I'm still at a point where um, for me to grow you need to be able to balance yeah. you know so I would say for sure like you have your trials and tribulations there was maybe a, 15 factories that told me no before I got a factory that told me yes really? everyone said you need to have minimums of 400 units or 500 units and I was like how the hell am I going to start with making one top with 500 units like, yeah. how does that make sense so yeah. just finding a factory that could supply me with small quantities was really difficult and for anyone that started fashion will know the struggle of you know that's probably the most one of the most difficult things is finding a factory that can has give has, you a bit of a chance get, get, yeah give you a bit of a chance and I was just lucky that they obviously understood where I was coming from um, and they also supplied to other high street retailers so they maybe maybe could see that there was a gap in the market and they, they could see that I had the the, the opportunity to do something really interesting yeah um, so I wouldn't first of all wouldn't have been able to do it without my factory anyway um, and now do you have a team do you do you employ people like is that quite weird um, I have you... two interns that work with me and my interns have been quite long standing um, they're amazing um, Jess and Kyra they're actually really cool um, so they've worked with me for some time but I do a majority of it still myself wow um, from designing it to creative to marketing to orders to yeah yeah we have a small team and i freelance bits out that like really need to be done obviously i wouldn't 
would be naive to sit here and tell you I could handle every single aspect of it. But <laughs> um, if there's bits that need to be done that I physically can't do myself, then I, I freelance it out. But I would say um, being able to allocate <laughs> is part of growing a business <laughs> because you you do feel like you can do everything yourself um and, and you probably really, feel like you do it best yeah yourself. you can and the, you probably can because you know your vision you know how you want it to look you know how you want it to be but sometimes part of growing is allowing other people to do things so you can focus on building your business yeah doing so the thing that only you can do something I've learned in the last few months if I'm really going to be honest <laughs> way to grow yeah how to grow <laughs> okay so um, so what's next what's the next plan you've just done the Naomi Campbell t-shirt mm-hmm. um, you've got amazing pickup from magazines and everyone's like if I look at your website it's all <laughs> everyone's wearing it Jordan Dunn's wearing it mm-hmm. it's it's incredible so what's what, what do you want to do next um, well, well, tall fashion's been a bit of a... Um, it's had a bit of, a, of quite a bad stigma attached to it. And that's kind of what I came in here to kind of change. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, for me, like, my mantra has always been about everybody should be able to feel style conscious, no matter your size, your height. You know, you, you want to feel style conscious, not self-conscious. And that's what I've always mantraed since I began this brand. Um so I guess it's been great like the receptive the reception has been amazing yeah that I was born t- me T came out at London Fashion Week yeah um and and it's been doing really well um I think next for the brand I'm heading to the Netherlands which should be really fun amazing um and yeah I've just been growing it's been doing really well on ASOS it's on ASOS oh plug, plug. I have I have a great uh, <laughs> I have a good phrase for you for Holland if you would like to say hey hottie okay. which I think is a good thing to yeah. say uh, lots of tall guys in Holland there so is you tell me so how to many say tall guys very much into uh, this moment it's hoi hoi lekkerding <laughs> hoi hoi lekkerding yeah so you just hang on to that so and you're welcome I will be doing hi hi lekkerding <laughs> in Amsterdam next month <laughs> yeah you let me know how that goes <laughs> yeah but for the brand definitely um it's just been really amazing and I, I would like to say thank you to ASOS because they were, I was one of the first brands that they platformed for Tour um, and they gave an opportunity to just, just someone who used to work for them and they saw obviously there was potential for it to be great and it has been doing ridiculously well on yeah. ASOS so yeah, shout out to all the Tour girls that love to shop on ASOS <laughs> and um, you're in you're in Barney's in I'm the in US. Barney's in New York um, and I um, launched in Selfridges here yeah. so that kind of platformed that kind of platformed it so I guess at the beginning it was quite difficult because people like I said Tool had quite a bad stigma so people were just like well this isn't really cool Tool's not really cool so I guess I've kind of well I'm trying to make Tool cool and all the models are cool how is it not cool so this is it so it's just like now being able to just I think it's been positioned really well um, and yeah like you said we've had I've had like Daisy Lowe Jordan Dunn Elle McPherson like all massive massive insanely beautiful girls are very much into the brand so um yeah next i guess yeah it's just world domination <laughs> Two girls I can't wait the world. To where see are that. you <laughs> i want i because mostly selfishly i want to know i want to know some advice from you mm-hmm. so i want you to i want you to tell me maybe two pieces of advice mm-hmm. or a couple that that girls setting up their own business mm-hmm. could could really do it because you obviously had your London base so mm-hmm. the British library was brilliant mm-hmm. for you not everybody is it would be great to know what else can people do who should they ask for advice from mm-hmm. what you know maybe something like that for us would be helpful um, I think my the biggest advice 
point I would give, and it's going to sound like so cliche, is don't give up. Don't right. be disheartened. You, you're going to get no's. Like, everyone's going to tell you no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had, like I said before, I had about 20 factories that told me no before a factory told me yes. So I could have given up at the second one and just been like, no one's going to get, no one's going to supply to me. Yeah. You know? But I would say just believe in your product and believe in your idea. And, um, yeah, don't give up because the potential for what you could manifest could be greater than what you originally envisioned, which is something that I'm living and breathing every day. Yeah. Um, I think the second advice I'd probably give is use your extended network. Yeah. You know, um, there's people that I went to school with and I grew up with that I'm still in contact with on Facebook and people are like, oh my God, I do this. I think I could help you in this way or, you know, always find out what, who you have around you. Like, how can you guys work together? Because... You know, to, like they were the old saying, two heads are better than one. Yeah. Um, so and probably not to be too protective. Not of too your protective. Brand, yeah. Don't to, to share. Share it. Yeah. You know, people people think that oh, if I tell people what I'm doing, someone's going to steal it and someone's going to go and do totally. it. Totally, that's an instinct. That's a definitely an instinct. instinct. I would feel yeah. that if I had an idea. For I'd sure, be nervous but no one's going to do it the way you're going to do it, and that's what you need to remember. You need to remember that your ideas are always, someone someone probably thought, oh my god, why has no one done something for tall clothing? For sure. You know, but if they had done it the way I've done it and the way they've done it would be two different things and that's what I'm saying there is always going to be healthy competition like there's TTYA there's ASOS tool there's you know Topshop tool there's you know so everybody else is in competition but it's you know use your extending network and make it unique to you and, yeah. and, and branding I guess fun falls under that it's all about how you brand it and your networks I guess so Mix. I'm telling you more than two, two, two topics, but I guess it all f- falls under. I say branding and using your extended network falls under one. Yeah. Um, and when I say branding, it's in like how how are people going to perceive it? What's your unique selling point? And in your extended networks, it's you know how can I didn't know anything about web design. Yeah. I asked my friends. People helped me. I didn't know about launch. I launched an e-commerce shop. I didn't know anything about launching an e-commerce shop. Of course, yeah. So it's just all about asking people, getting help. I remember like on a Sunday afternoon, um, we did like a focus group in my friend's studio, and I rallied all my troops and was like, okay, you're going to do edit. You're doing resizing. You're going to write. So help me write some copy. <laughs> you're gonna you know so it's just like pulling everyone together and it's the same thing like I'm very lucky that I am from London and I do have a lot of um, close-knit creative girlfriends yeah um there's also like girls like Sharmadine Reed who started War Nails, who's a really good friend of mine. She was one of the people who were helping me resize images. Amazing. So it's just like you know, like like I said, pulling together your extended network and everybody kind of coming together and building something or building, helping you build what your dream and what you want to do. But and vice versa, you could add something to someone else's business. So yeah, yeah, I hope it's I all hope very girl helps. power. It is very I girl absolutely power. love it. So shout out to all the, the girls who are out there doing it for themselves. That's what's up. You've been a total inspiration. Thank, <laughs> Thank you so you. much. No it's worries. been so nice getting to know you thank you so much that was Irene's big idea be sure to check out the taller than your average range on asos.com right now next week on my big idea we have Lisa and Tita Finch of London based jewellery label Finch Tita tune in to hear how these twin sisters started and grew their label see you next week
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.